Hey, y'all, you know what I mean? What up, though? This is Knockouts and Three Counts. But before we bring you another episode of Podcast Gold, let me tell you about the homies over at Michigan's Finest. Do you ever find yourself trying to get yourself together and thinking, man, this is going to be a great night, but I'm looking for that little extra something-something? Well, check out our friends at Michigan Finest. If you are into medical marijuana, recreational marijuana, concentrates, vapes, anything of that sort, Michigan's Finest has got you covered. And as you can see here, it's all easily done by their website. It's all curbside and you'll be in and out in two minutes. And they're family owned and operated. So customer service is their number one goal. And now since they are rocking with knockouts and three counts, use the code KO3MF. Yes, that's KO3MF. You get 10% off your entire order, but that does exclude featured items, and items that are already on sale. But if you use that code, you're getting 10% off your items. And I promise you, either if you're looking for that big knockout or you're ready to hit the sheets for that three count, Michigan's Finest will get you together. Tell them knockouts and three counts sent you. And I promise you, you're going to be having a great night. Peace. This is the Ring of Honor, a.k.a. Shane T, boy. The baddest champion you've ever seen, boy. This is Mr. This is good old JR Jim Rock, and you are listening. You're listening to Knockouts and Three Counts. Knockouts and Three Counts starts now. Unfortunately, so I was slinging the mail because I was too busy at Dynamite on Wednesday. And damn, shout out to everybody that ran into a shout out to uh, the Starbucks superstar Alex Van Zant coming through and saying what's up and everything else. Shout out to DMAC Darren McCarty. But man, if you read the caption, it's time to knuckle up in this motherfucker. We got uh, some fights to talk about. We've got the debut, a first time guest on here. You know, we like to try to show love to the home state. We got Grand Rapids own. Esteban, the Mohawk Rodriguez. How the hell are you doing, brother, man? What's going on, five fans around the world, baby? We in live. We <laughs> I what like it. Love it. I like it, man. I like the energy. See, this is what I'm talking about. See, the, these kind of oh. shows are easy to do. Well, before we get going. You ain't seen nothing yet, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got some meat for you. Well, before we get going, man, let everybody know where they can find your social medias, all that good stuff, and uh, all that good stuff. Well, you guys can check me out at Team Mohawk MMA uh, on Instagram. Uh, I just got my Facebook right now. I'm still trying to figure out the whole social media thing right now, so I'm getting up and running. I'm at the beginning of my run, man, so you guys check me out on Instagram, Team Mohawk MMA. Telling them get in on the ground level then, huh? No, baby, you know yeah. I'm about to start. This is the beginning of the climb for me, baby. I'm about to clean up the 205 division starting out next week, Friday, baby. We're going to start our second climb. We'll keep on moving up, baby. So, in other words, he don't want no motherfuckers that are kind of like the Lions fans. That's what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> man, listen, I'm ready, I'm ready for it all, man. Listen, I'm ready for he it He said, all. fickle or not, jump on the bandwagon. Ready or not, here we come. Well, with that, set, that being said, man, I did my research. Uh, I saw a lot of your stuff in the, the MMA side of things before you got into Bare Knuckles. So before we get into Bare Knuckle and we get into Bare Knuckle FC and all that stuff, 
Tell me about your transition from MMA to bare knuckle. What made you make the switch? Were you just trying to get in there and scrap, or was it something about bare knuckle in particular? Well, man, you know, my MMA career, I didn't even know I was, I was pretty decent with the MMA. Like, my one enemy, I would say, that's kind of veered me off from there has been the jiu-jitsu. Uh, I had three Americanas back-to-back, so it was real difficult for me to find an MMA fight. I was getting fights, and then uh, I would be getting ghosted here and there just for the fact of, like, it was just not going through for me, I guess, because of those losses. So I was no religious person, man. I started praying, man, and the man above, for some reason, was like, you know what, I'm going to give you your world, and BKFC ended up giving me a phone call to try to throw my ass to the wolves for a little hometown fight, and I came back with that motherfucker's head. And I'm ready now, baby. I'm ready, man. It was... It was a difficult, it was a difficult flow to get in there, man, at first, because it was, you know what I mean? I didn't have to worry about the jujitsu anymore. And like I had, I felt comfortable because it was going to be less, less to worry about. And it was more my game was just standing bang, baby. So it was, it was a bit of a a transition, man. It was a bit, it was, it was an easy transition, I would say. It was an easy transition. I could imagine for somebody that that's their main focus in their MMA game, it wouldn't be the hardest thing to transition to. Like you say, you remove certain aspects that you're already trying to avoid in the fight. It's just when you're at minusing the gloves, I feel like is the biggest aspect. It doesn't seem like from the five minutes I've been talking to you that that's the biggest issue to somebody like you, but you can see how it would be to some a lot of others out there. What, yeah, what I mean, made I you, yeah, you go know, ahead. What, what made you make that jump, and was it an issue? Am I crazy, or was it an issue? No, I mean, it was like I was raised in the streets, man. You know what I mean? Like, I grew up in a rough neighborhood. Yeah. I was a victim of the environment, so I had to kind of fight to survive. You know what I mean? And it was – yeah. so for me, you know, I was always getting jumped because of my size. I was that short, fat kid. You know what I mean? Everybody would be like, oh, look, let's go get – he's big. Let's go get his ass, you know, this and that. Well, I came out and fucking showed him a little something-something, so I was able to defend myself, you know, and then when I don't have to focus on one person, whoo. Lord have mercy on that man's soul, but because I went in there to eat, man. I went in there to eat him. And honestly, now that I can only have to focus on one person and then I have the gloves, you know what I mean? I was there, I was already used to the knuckles, man. So it was like getting in there, putting the gloves on, I was able to really start releasing more power. I felt more comfortable in there just for the fact that I felt my hands were like indestructible and shit, you know what I mean? So going in there, Honestly, dude, like being able to take the gloves off, it just felt like, man, this is my world, dog. You know what I mean? Like, where the fuck has this been at all my life? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I get paid for this now, you know? It's crazy <laughs> to hear you say that story because it was the same thing for me finding my way through jujitsu and boxing and stuff. I started with boxing when I was 13. I grew up with CP and Crohn's disease, so I couldn't cut my <laughs> tie my shoes, write my name, any of that good stuff. You know, so like going through boxing was kind of one of those things. It wasn't even my choice when I got put in it, but it was one of those things, like you said, once you learned that you could throw hands, it was like, it's like a whole other thing. I was like, I remember you always remember the first time you get punched in the mouth. And then you'll always remember that first good time that you ever punched somebody else. Mm, You just feel that, that, that bro. I'll never forget it. It was in a boxing smoker out in the middle of the Detroit in the back of a parking lot next to a gay strip club. I was 13 years old. Kid kid was whipping my ass up and down the ring. And then I finally made a miss and I hit him about as hard as I've ever hit anybody in my whole life. I hit him so hard that I felt my knuckles hit him through the glove. And I paused and I'm like, oh shit. 
Yeah, you already know what time yeah. it is. So you over here on the bare knuckle end of things, man. That's a that's a whole thing in and of itself. So talk to me about bare knuckle, man. So tell me about uh your foray into BKFC. Tell me about your first fight. What were your expectations going into it? And now that you've had uh one time in the squared circle, what are your thoughts coming into this second fight? And also, real real quick, talk me through what it was like to get that call. You said you were kind of waiting on something, and then you got that call, and not only that call, but it's the call for the bare knuckle side. Well, yeah, man. Like so, like I was saying, it was I was doing fights, the fights with the MMA, and like each promotion, I was like, yeah, we got a fight for you lined up, da 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 da. I'm like, cool. I spent my fucking rent money to get my ass into the gym. I do all kinds of crazy shit to get there, spending all this, dieting crazy, and the next thing you know, like week of the fight. I'd get ghosted or else it's like they'd message me like, hey, sorry, like the commission doesn't want to let it go because you got three losses back to back. So they don't want to put you with this kind of fighter. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And then some of the other promotions weren't even fucking throwing me out. Like a, they didn't even tell me shit. They're just like, yeah, we got a fight for you. Da, 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 da. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm ready for contract. Shoot me contract. Here's my email. Da, 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 da. Fucking ghost, bro. Ghost in my ass. And again, I'm like, yeah, you guys, I got a fight coming up. Da, 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 da. And fucking... Dude, the next thing you know, like I said, I just, I was, I was at the point, man, where I was fucking on my last dollars, man. And I just, I was fucking buying the barrel, man. I was like, fuck, dude, like, this is a fucking, this is, this is low. I was on the lows of my lows, man. And somehow, like, my boy, uh, <clears throat> Andrew Train out there, I fought for, uh, Dynasty before out there. And MMA and, uh, one of my Americana losses, man. That guy was a fucking tough. It was my first time in 205, dude. And I shit felt fucking good, man. I ended up taking that loss, fucking Americana. I, I was flowing good. And and then all of a sudden, like, I just, after those fights, man, I wasn't able to get no action. And then, uh, like I said, that Andrew guy came hit me up. was like, yo, we got a BKFC fight out here in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. And immediately, bro, my fucking gut went straight to my asshole. I was like, damn. Straight to my throat. I was ready to take a shit. I started sweating. I'm scared. I'm like, okay. Okay, let's go. Okay, BKFC, this is my opportunity. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how this fight happened, but hey, let's get it. You know what I mean? So I ended up, uh, I ended up going. Uh, took that fight. I told them what was going on. Like, hey, I got these losses. No MMA fights is letting me get no fights because of this commission and my losses. That it is. That an issue? They're like, no, we good. Just send your info, send your blood work. Let's get it. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck yes. This is what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? So. I jumped on that train, man, immediately. As soon as they gave me that opportunity, man, because the MMA scene just wasn't working out for me because of the statistics, man, and I guess. And I'm like, nobody's ever been able to really stand and bang with me, man. You know, like, jiu-jitsu has been my fucking enemy since fucking day one. Even to this day, like, I finally buffed that shit out, though. Don't get it twisted. I finally buffed it out. I started, I turned my fucking nightmare into a dream, and I started getting my, uh, I got golden gi and a no gi in a Fuji tournament out here not too long ago. With the Americana, so you know, your boy had to turn that shit around on their ass. So try to take me to the ground now and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, man, I fucking as soon as that that BKFC opportunity came up, though, man, I I fucking jumped right on it, man. And there was there was a lot of adversity against on that one too, man. Don't even get me started with that one, man. But I ended up taking that opportunity. I shot him the contract really quick. I signed immediately as soon as they sent it, and. I was ready to go, man. I had two weeks to uh, to make things happen. It was difficult to find a cornerman on top of that and to find everything else to get me going to that fight. And uh and man, I'll do it like the nerves that the the nervous the nervousness, man, and like the 
the adrenaline of just thinking about it. You know what I mean? I started looking and doing my research and I started seeing, all right, these guys are in the millions of views. These guys are like, they're big time. They're, you know, they're, they're making a scene out here now, you know? And, and on yeah. top of that, it was bare knuckles. So I'm like, oh man, let's <laughs> get it, dude. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I got a question about this real quick. Cause I, I thought I read something earlier, seen on YouTube. So obviously the bare knuckle thing ain't, ain't an issue, but did you have an issue with your shoes? There's a story here. There's a story here. And I, I want I want it to be told here. So tell me about what happened with your shoes going into this. All fight. right, man. So it's my first time being able to use shoes in a fight. You know what I mean? And on top of that, I'm a size 15, man. I'm a size 15. So it's already difficult to find my shoes on a normal day. I'm like, cool. I hit up Amazon. I'm like, cool. I next day fucking prime. I'm like, all right, I got everything in. I got my finances finally situated. I go in there and I gave um, I gave Amazon Prime a call. I got with them. They were like, "All right, we're gonna shoot these shoes the next day." I made sure everything was good. That day came, order ain't come. Next door got a package. I'm like, "Hey, yo, my man, what's going on? I'm supposed to be receiving some shoes. Big things happening. You know what I mean? My future's on the line. I just got dreams to chase. Where you at? Where's my package? Nothing, bro. Nothing. They they left my eyes hanging high and dry. I went to go train." At the same time, my wife was the one I was waiting for the shoes. As soon as I was done training and as soon as we were getting the shoes, we were taking straight off. So they, since that fell through, they were like trying to get a hold of me while I was in the gym. That didn't work out either because you know, I had the phone around. They started making phone calls from all dicks, all Gander Mountains, all like the sports good spots, like all these different uh, high tail retail or high tail stores. Nobody has size 15 wrestling or weight training shoes. Mm. She started calling Indiana. She started calling uh, Iowa, I think it was. She called all the spots in Nebraska. Nobody had shit for size 15. Somehow, I don't know how she did it. She, she started looking on Facebook Market. We found some cat out there in Cleveland, Ohio. That was like, hey, I got some size 15s used wrestling shoes. Let's get it. And I'm like, all right, bet. So she starts kind of giving them the rundown on what was going on. And, uh, and he was like, cool, I'll wait with you guys. I'm out here in Cleveland. And we start doing GPS shit. Man, we weren't going to get into Cleveland, Ohio till like 3 in the morning. Mm. Homeboy is like, yeah, I got you. Size 15 shoes. So, yeah, cool. In my mind, I'm thinking like, yo, these size 15s is like a fucking unicorn right now. How is it that this man much, made his guy, got size 15s and like no other retail store, no other store got size 15s? Like, all right, cool, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be four hours out of the way. And then another four hours added on to the nine-hour drive to Omaha already. So I'm like, cool, let's get it. I got the family with me. I'm sweating bullets, man. I'm sweating oh, bullets. Some shoes. Every day you get to meet up with some cat in the middle of the night in the middle of some Walgreens. I'm like, shit was deserted. There was nobody around. I'm like, okay, if this motherfucker try to rob me, I'm going to get shot. And then, like, my family going to get shot. Like, I don't know if this is a good idea. I don't know if I'm going to get stabbed. I don't know if they're going to see me get stabbed. Like, I don't know what's about to happen here. There's a lot of scenarios running through my mind, man. But the good man above, man, made it happen, bro. I'm a homeboy down there in Cleveland, Ohio. Some guy named Greg, man, on Facebook Market. Legit, bro. Pulled up. Fucking big-ass dude just started coming at me. I didn't see the shoes at first. So I'm like, damn, here we go, dog. Here we go. I'm getting ready to turn the car on and just bust the move. And I'm like, nah, man, come on. Just jump out the web. Let's go. 
you're here. We gotta make this shit happen. Let's see what's going on. What's the worst that could happen? You know what I mean? We're already in the we already in this pot. You know what I mean? Let's get it. And bro, homeboy fucked up and he gave me them size 15 shoes, made sure I was checking to see if they was good. And we made that shit happen, man. He he came through, bro. He came through. Facebook market pulled through. Amazon Prime let me down, dog. I was I was surprised. <laughs> I was surprised. And that shit was gonna be the contract breaker right there. So it was like everything was on the line for them shoes, man. Everything. God bless you, Greg. If you're watching, Greg. God bless Greg. Yeah. That is the moral of the story yeah, of his KFC debut. You know Shout it. out to uh past guest of the show, Calvin the Hero Harbaugh out here, man. Oh, we chatted good. with him before the uh CFFC fight. Um, tell me tell me a little bit about that, bro. You're training out at Temple MMA. Tell me about uh training out there. Tell me about the kind of looks you're getting out of there and uh how you're looking with camp headed into this BKFC fight, bro? So yeah, man, it's a it's, it's a good thing you said that because actually, the gym that I was going to before I wasn't able to really afford it at the time, and that was another thing, man. It was like I was spending all my money on the you know on the expensive gyms to try to get to and from, and I just like I I, I couldn't make ends meet. When I started doing my prayers and stuff, man, for some reason God came through, put Calvin in front of my face, you know what I mean? He put him in front of my path again, and like. Everything just fell right into place, man. I can't even really explain how it happened. Just like I did, I got on my knees, bro, and just started praying and shit, dude. Like I was like, I'm gonna give this shit a try. I ain't no religious person, <laughs> dog, but I'm on my hands and knees right now, dog. What's going on That's here? Dope. Like, come on with it. You know what I mean? Like, and I had faith, man. I had faith, and I believed. And somehow Calvin came into into play, man, and was like, "Yo," I told him straight up how it is. Like, I want to train like Mike Tyson. I want to train like Muhammad Ali and I want to add all that shit together. And like, if we do this, this is the platform that I want to do. Like, this is the camp I want. And he was like, fuck, let's run it. You know what I mean? Let's go. Let's make this happen. On top of that, I told him my situation with the finances and everything. He was like, don't even worry about it. Like everything happened like unbelievably, man. Like it was just perfect. Like falling right in the fucking place, man. Like, I wasn't able to afford it. He was like, don't worry about it. We're going to take care of it. Then he even gave me money to come to the gym. You know what I mean? He even fucking paid for my gas to get to the gym. Don't worry about shit. Just get your ass here and put in this work. And I'm like, you got to tell me twice. I was already ready to do that. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? I started making that happen. And, dude, he just it just took off from there, man. We just, everything clicked. He started running me down through the footwork drills, which is something i never done before. I started learning how to put my feet up from under me, you know what I mean? And that that took me to a whole nother level, man. Then I started figuring out my range. He started playing with different drills for my range. I learned that. Woo! That took it to a whole nother level on top of that. And I've just been grinding ever since, man. He's had me at Temple, and we've just been growing, man. We've been trying to help the youth come up, troubled youth. And he's got his thing with the 9th Street Dojo coming up right now. And, like, uh, we're trying to help you know, all the troubled youth that are coming in. He had guys coming in on the uh, on sleeping on the mat, man, sleeping on the mat. So now we're building this whole new temple, man, all new dojo for these guys coming up and like building a whole new path for the next generation coming up, man. That's dope. That's yeah. dope, man. I started in a smaller gym and then ended up over with MASH and the guys from Warrior Way and all that stuff as well. So it's definitely dope right. to hear, uh, you know, people giving back and trying to give back to the young bucks. Well, yeah. like we said, man, you're stepping back into the squared, safe, uh, squared circle May 19th. Tell me about tell me about your fight facing Jaquise Williams. What are your thoughts? It looks like it's his debut into the bare knuckle world. How do you think uh that first go round in the square circle is going to serve you going into this fight? 
I'm letting you guys know right now, man. I'm out here to make some statements, man. I'm gonna come in there like a fucking bat out of hell, yo. They're not gonna know what the fuck to do with me in this division. I'm telling you, nobody's gonna be able to handle my power. Nobody's gonna be able to handle my speed. Nobody's gonna be able to handle my fucking anger. I'm gonna let these motherfuckers go. I'm gonna put the people on their feet. They haven't seen a fighter like me yet. They don't even know that I'm their favorite fighter, favorite fighter yet. You know what I mean? Like they about to recognize the real shit when I step back in there again. Like I, I know I. I mean, I know he's been training hard and everything, man, but, like, I got a fucking mission. You know what I mean? I got to accomplish it. I'm on a fucking mission, man. It ain't nothing but something that mission. So, unfortunately, it ain't no personal. Ain't nothing no personal. You know what I mean? This is just my God's plan now, baby. Do we I like it. In this fight, you're saying you're going to finish this one. Oh, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I believe all my fights are going to be finished. Mm. But I still haven't found the man to make it to the decision yet. With me standing, as far as I say, because I did have a man that was, like, 270. First time I ever had a guy that big being a blue belt. And fuck, unfortunately, I got my guy Americana there too. <laughs> but, Damn. You know I mean? Calvin one says round. it's going to be in one round. One round. Ooh, oh, you better believe it. You better believe it. I ain't playing no games, man. We've been working, bro. We've been working. I've been in an endless camp. After that viral knockout, man, they fucking had my ass on ice, yo. They put me on ice, and I've been fucking working my ass off ever since. Hey, Calvin, dude, like, we've been fucking, we've been putting in work, man. We've been putting in work, and I'm, it ain't a fluke, man. I've been trying to tell these guys that they, a lot of people keep commenting, oh, it's, it was a lucky shot. They're going to find out next week. They're going to find out. They're going to see. I'm going to shut them all up. Good. Well, tell me yeah. about that, man. You would have thought having a nasty knockout like that, that you would have been right back into the squared circle. Tell me about that. What do I you thought, uh... – Yeah, I was going to say, I thought the same thing too, man. Immediately I was ready to get back in. I came off. I had a little fight bite. I ended up pushing man's uh, bottom 14th in or something like that. And, I ended up getting that fight bite on there. So I was out for like maybe a month before I was able to get right back into it again. And ever since then, I thought like, all right, cool. They're going to give me a call right back. And nope, same shit again. I was getting phone calls from MMA. Then it was like, no, I can't because I'm on contract with Bare Knuckle. And then it was like, well, Bare Knuckle, I got nothing lined up for you yet. And then it was like, well, it was a bunch of stuff. I think the backouts, uh, backout ended up happening as well. So I ended up going on through that, and then I was, like, still in the camp, and I'm like, cool, full camp, let's go. I'm ready. And then, again, it was a dropout, and I'm like, what the fuck? Then it was just like that on, off, on, off for fucking six, seven months to this time now. It's go time now, baby. I ain't been fucking stopping. I I feel like they were doing that to try to see if I would fucking, like, take my time off and take time off or whatever. I'll be an easy fucking fight for the next guy or whatever. Fuck that. I'm cleaning up the fucking 205 division. Ready to go. Get right back in there. <laughs> I'm ready. When I fucking make my statement this fucking week, they're going to see. They're going to get my ass right back in there, dog. Right back in there. I'm going to knock that motherfucker down, too. I'm going to start knocking all these fucking names right off the list, dog. Now, I, ta- I like you, it. You talked about improving your jiu-jitsu game and stuff. Now, uh, is that the main focus is just your BKFC or bare knuckle career? as long as the opportunities continue to present themselves or is MMA something that we're still looking at potentially in the future? Well, I'm a man that likes to do it all. I like to claim myself to be pure human. You know what I mean? I try, I'm trying to push the limits to the human boundaries. Man. You know what I mean? Like people keep saying, oh, you need to get one profession or you need to learn one thing. No, fuck that. I'm, I do masonry. I do framing. I do fucking all kinds of concrete work, flat work, you know what I mean? I'm a fucking professional painter. I do landscaping. I do jujitsu. I do boxing. I do Muay Thai. I can fuck with some kickboxing. Put me in a motherfucking game, coach. 
Put me yeah. in the game. See what like, I can do. Like your, so, like your coach said, could we even see you uh, in the likes of something like uh, Game Bread? Uh, oh, 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 hey, Listen, man, if it wasn't for being on contract with BKFC, I probably would have went with Game Bread just for the fact that, like, that's what the real, real dogs are. You know what I mean? I know there's some dogs at BKFC with to take a shit to the face and, like, take a knuckle wrap right after that. It takes a different dog to get in there, man. And honestly, like, I feel like it's time for me to show them what a real wolf looks like, man. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll make sure I clip that and send that or hey Masvidal's way. We have to see if we see you inside a game hey, hey, FC cage, man. Hey, they give I mean, me money. I'll drop all this shit. You know what I mean? Nah. Buy them out. Let's go. Let's go. I'm gonna listen. I'm Calvin, don't worry. I've got, I've got that quoted. Well, like I said, man, I like the energy from what we've seen so far. You know, a couple of questions to go off of that. Number one, tell me the story of the Mohawk, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So actually, when I was younger, man, I, I was always picked on. You know, I was that short, fat kid I was getting picked on and shit, man. So I ended up fucking wanting to do something that nobody else did. And at that point, I was fed up with everything. You know what I mean? I was at a dark point of my life, too. And I was like, you know what? What am I going to do differently? Like, I feel I feel different. Like, I want to be different. You know what I mean? Like, I seen everybody with fades and long fades and all this other shit. I'm like, man, what do I say that nobody else has? Fucking looking around, here's the layer, contemplating on the week. I ain't they see no motherfucker with a mohawk. So I'm like, man, you know what? I'm getting me a mohawk, dog. Fuck that. At that time, it was like 2003, I think it was. Like 2003, I had some cousins that I met for the first time. They came out from Cali. And I'm like, hey, yo, Primo, come my shit into a mohawk. They looked at me like, who the fuck is that little fat short dude over here? Like, I mean, they did it. They thought it was going to be a joke. And I fucking ran with it ever since, man. And like, <clears throat> It's funny because actually I never liked the name Mohawk. At first, like a, a few friends of mine, they were just picking on me here and there. Once I had a kid, and I had it for a few years, and uh, they were just constantly, they, they constantly start calling me hey, Mohawk, hey, Mohawk. I'm like, man, shut the fuck up, that is my name, yo. You know what I mean? Like whatever, you know what I mean? And then they just, it just kind of stuck, man. And every time, ever since I seen Homeboy, man, he just, hey, Mohawk, hey, Mohawk. And I'm like, nah, man, shut the fuck up, man. That's, that ain't my name, Mohawk. You know. Call me fucking Steven or call me Estelan, you know what I mean? <laughs> and fucking uh, at that time, man, it was just, it stuck, man. It stuck. And I just, after that, I just kind of ran with it, man. Everybody was calling me Mohawk. And then I was just, when I got into the fight game, I was like, you know what? Why not? Why not? It's all good, man. Sometimes you got names like that. For me, man, with my last name being what it is, I've 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 been... The homie Miles Jury from UFC and Bellator and all that's been calling me collision since I was fucking <laughs> shit fourteen because really? it pissed my dad off left and right. And if it wasn't <laughs> if it wasn't that, the fact that I'm always wearing my chain or doing whatever I had I always had Big Don calling me fresh to death. So I get it, bro. It's nah, the thing. Nah, <laughs> the nicknames don't pick you, man. Sometimes it's right, just, hey, yeah. I'm still gonna put the people on their feet, baby. You know it. I talk with hey. these motherfuckers right here. Well, you know, speaking of talking, you you do some good talking. So, with that being said, are you were you ever a pro wrestling fan? Because our show also covers the world of pro wrestling. You know, we've had Man. the likes of DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the likes of Booker T, the likes Ooh. of Brother Love, and all that kind of stuff on here. So, tell me, do you get down with the pro wrestling end of things? Woo! Baby, you know what it is. You know my man Rick Flair, baby. Come on, now. 
I used to follow WWE and all that good stuff, man. I ain't gonna lie. I was gonna be, I was gonna try to sign up for it at the time for like the whole WWE star thing. And then it was just like all this other shit kind of just took off. And I just been kind of caught up in life, really just trying to chase this dream down, man. And, but that was definitely, man, I was I was a fan too. The Undertaker, you know what I mean? I came up watching Rey Mysterio and these guys, Walls of Jericho, baby, you know, all those good guys coming up, man. Like those are the original WWF, man, like that. Yeah. Uh, man, those days, man, they just don't make them fights like that no more, man. Man, you gotta love it. You talk about Rey Mysterio, man. They got the LWO back, bro. Rey's yeah, back. Man, you got Rey's like kids in there, bro. Man, I gotta check that out, man. I haven't looked into that. I'm gonna have to. Check bro, that. you gotta you gotta peep the show that they just did in Puerto Rico. I promise you that crowd was savage. Bad Bunny was in there killing it. Okay. Yeah, dude. And then it was Brock that. and Cody Rhodes in the main event. I highly recommend. Uh, I'm going to check it out for sure, for sure, for hell sure. Oh, yeah, man. Well, now that we know that you get down on uh, the wrestling end of things, man, put him in there with bare knuckles and boxing trunks, and he could be their bare knuckle king. Yeah, <laughs> you know it, man. You there we know go. It. I'm ready, man. I'm telling you. Bro, between you up. and Lorenzo Hunt, bro, like, you guys are, like, tailor-made for wrestling. Like, I was literally just talking about Lorenzo Hunt with Big Swole. Shout out to Big Swole. Hey, uh, hey. Definitely, hopefully, be coming to a show here soon. But, you know, on your card, you guys got a hell of a main event. You got one of the OGs. You got Houston Alexander in the main event in Nebraska. You know, what are your thoughts on him and Jeremy Smith? Do you think we see uh, Houston Alexander catch another body? Oh, man. I, honestly, I see I see Houston handling business. I see Houston handling business. But Jeremy, he's hungry, too, man. And I, I got to meet Houston last time, and I felt his energy. He got to kind of see where I was at. And honestly, I've been looking at him too. And like, he's in my division. And honestly, if you don't get the fuck on, I'm going to be wiping through his ass too. Oh man, here we go. Shots fired. Listen, anybody that got a fucking number before they fucking name in front of my shit, they better fucking watch their ass and hit that treadmill. Cause I'm coming for that ass. I'm playing no fucking games. I will clean out the 205 fucking bare knuckle boxing division. Mark my fucking words. I'm coming for all you motherfuckers. All you guys better get your ass to work because I'm coming. Believe that. He said if age age don't get him, a mohawk will, man. You better believe it, baby. You better believe it. Man. I'm coming, coming, man. Keep your eyes open, baby, because I don't believe don't blink because <laughs> it's going if down. Rock is smart. That's the name on his tongue after the. <laughs> wow. Calvin says that needs to be the name off your tongue after you get this dub. <laughs> be a hell of a place to call him out, too, right? Uh, right in Nebraska. Yes, sir. Yes, oh, man. Hey, I'm, bro, listen, I'm, I'm ready to clean out fucking wherever they send me. They want to fucking fight. You send me wherever the fuck you want me to clean the motherfuckers out, and I'll go in there and handle business. I'll get the job done. Believe that. I like it. Well, dude, tell me, I mean, obviously you're watching what's going on in the world of MMA and the world of uh, bare knuckle. I mean, what were your thoughts on BKFC's biggest event? They just had BKFC 41. We had, uh, we'll start with uh, Luke Perry and, uh, or, wow, Luke Perry. <laughs> Luke, Perry. <laughs> Luke Rockhold. Yeah, Luke Perry. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about Jungle Boy over here and shit from AEW. See, I was at AEW last night at the Little Caesars Arena and see what happened. 
I yeah. like mixed like three names all in one. Look at this. Oh, can't even yeah. fucking speak. Yeah, and yeah, I'm the yeah. one they yeah. give the microphone to. Son of a bitch. But with that, I love it though, dog. That's I mean, hey, that's that's the perks of it being my shit. At least I didn't do that on Spectation Sports. But with that being said, <laughs> tell me, Perry versus Rockhold. What do you think? To be honest, man, I thought fucking Rockhold was gonna hold it down. Me being watching to him since you know the UFC, I thought he was a little more tough, man. I don't motherfucking spit my tooth at this motherfucker and got to work. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know about stopping a fight the way he did, but to each their own, you know what I mean? UFC hasn't seen shit that I could do yet, you know what I mean? I was I had my plans to go clean out that division anyway. So now that I'm seeing them boys transition over here, I'm starting to see none of them motherfuckers like to get hit. I'm motherfucking coming for all that shit. You know, I I take a hit to give a hit. I don't give a fuck. You better be ready to fight. You fucking step in that bitch with me. And then them boys, Luke, I thought was going to be fucking a little bit more pressure, a little more tough. Harry, that man, no doubt, is a dog, man. No doubt. I definitely love to link with him sometime, man, get some work, because I know he'd be somebody to push me as much as I'd be able to push him. And I can see Perry really being the next, you know, fucking tearing up the whole motherfucking division where he's at, you know what I mean, and being at the top for a long time, man, so nobody likes to get hit like that, you know what I mean, my man knows how to handle that platinum fucking, that motherfucking platinum fucking power, baby, boom, mm -hmm. he handles business, man, he handles business, and I, I thought I was going to see more from Luke, man, I thought I was going to see a little more, I didn't think he was going to go down like that, but you know what I mean, hey, some people just ain't cut out for this shit. Well, you talk about power, bro. Chad Mendez versus Eddie Alvarez might have been fight of the year already. Man. I mean, they beat the dog shit out of each other. What did you think of that fight? Man, that's what I call a fucking fight, y'all. That's the fucking kind of fight right there that gets the fucking crowd going. I love that shit. Mendez, man, he's I watched him too coming up, man. Eddie, I, I've heard of his name. I knew his name's been out there, but I never really watched him as much. But I know he's a dog too. So to see them boys collide like that, man, was definitely a fucking fun fight. I would definitely love to see Mendez get back in there again, you know what I mean? Because this is honestly his fucking kind of sport. But, you know what I mean? You can't force nobody to live this kind of lifestyle, man. This is a fucking gladiator sport, dog. This is like... Plus, I mean, he's been in the game a long time, though, too. I mean, you got to remember, yeah. he had that long UFC run. He was around WEC days. Like, yeah, they get to play with the pads, man. They get, they get fucking pillow pads and shit. Come on, man. Get, this is a real deal. This is a man sport now. You know what I mean? This is. I get that. Sport. I get that. But I mean, you got to figure all that wear and tear. He probably's coming there thinking, you know, he got paid for them two yeah. fights. He comes in there, yeah. knocks old boy out, has one of the biggest fights on BKFC Forty One, their biggest event. Probably gets paid yeah. and said, you know what? Fuck it. I already <laughs> made my. I already made my <laughs> resume in the UFC. I got a resume over here in BKFC now, so fuck it. Yeah, I can see, I can see that, man. But it's, we are, man. We fighters, man. We do this shit for the I people, get it. man. We do this shit for we can't. You can't just tap out like that, man. You a fucking people's fighter, man. He he needs to get his ass back in there again. All bullshit aside, because that he's leading a path for fighters to be able to keep that constant kind of pressure. There's not a lot of fighters that keep that pressure. You know what I mean? It's like we always try to tell these people like. The fights that we want, we have to keep the people on their feet. You know what I mean? The way you do it, nobody wants to be diddly daddling and fucking just tapping here and there and tapping here and there and just fucking looking at each other. No, get the fuck in the skillet, man. Like, you leading by, Chad is leading by example on that kind of shit. You know what I mean? We need more fighters like that still in the game. A lot of these guys just standing around fucking setting the pace for people just fucking standing there and shit. It's like, nobody wants to see that shit. Throw some fucking hands. You know what I mean? Like, 
Mendez and them guys, they put that pace out there. That's the fucking pace I love to fucking have right there. That's the kind of showcase we need to have all the fucking fighters doing. And for those guys yeah. to lead by example like that, we need more guys in the game like that for a little bit longer, you know what I mean? Just to kind of teach the next generation coming up since it's just a, still a new upcoming sport, you know? Yeah, I can understand his uh, career path choice. I can, I definitely understand it. But I could also see if they found another interesting matchup for him, so, similar to what the Eddie Alvarez was, that yeah. maybe he could be uh, lured back in to the uh, squared circle. Because to your point, not only does he – he's still very game. That fight could have been scored either way. But on top of that, he looked, sure. like he, was in, he looked like he was in incredible shape. He yeah. really was still like jacked as looks like he's a prime, man. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what the testing is over there in BKFC, <laughs> but your boy Chad Mendez is looking swole, that's for sure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, yeah. it, he definitely, to your point, put on an all action. Say fight. your prayers and eat your vitamins, brother, brother. Fuck yeah, man. That's what I try to tell people, man. Like, you go off a of natural energy, though, man. There's just something about that natural fucking food and stuff. I don't know. I'm an all-natural guy. I love fucking everything about nature, cleaning fucking food, all that good shit. And I, that's what brings me my energy. You know what I, mean? I don't need any of that other supplemental shit. I don't take no supplements or any of that shit like that. I, I'm all-natural, baby. You got to fucking do what it do. Handle business, man. All right, man. Well, before we get you out of here, I know, obviously, you've told us you still keep up with the MMA game as well. Tell me uh, how you're feeling with Aljo uh, versus Cejudo that we saw go down. Ooh, man, so who knows, my dude? I've been watching him since, uh, because I follow Mike Tyson a lot, and I see Mike Tyson was working with him. And to be honest, man, like, I thought he would, I thought he would have had that, man, to be honest. I thought he was going to take that fight, and, like, the rules of the UFC are a little funky, man, like, being able to fucking put your hand down and not knee a motherfucker, you know, that ain't real true martial arts. Like, I mean, in my eyes, I feel like the fucking true martial arts, you fucking ready to bang anything and everything on your body is able to fucking use as a weapon. You know what I mean? So I would have been throwing knees. I feel like if he was able to throw knees when homeboy was, you know, when they, he had him on the ground most of the time, that mm-hmm. fight would have never made it to the fucking judge's hands. You know what I mean? Or whatever. And it's like, I, I fucks with Henry, man. I fucks with Henry, and I, I know he's going to come back hungrier than ever, man. He's going to come back, and he's going to tear everybody's ass apart. What do you think about a fight with him and Marab? Ooh. That'd be a good thing. That'd be a nice little something, something right there. That'd be a bang. What up, no? That'd be a banger, baby. That'd be a bang. I still got Henry on that one, though, man. Cause like I said, yo, he's got he's got a good camp. Over Marab. Wow. And his 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 mindset though, after you take a loss like that, though, you know what I mean? You tend to fucking buff out all those rough edges. You know what I mean? So he's gonna come back yeah. short and fucking cleaner than ever, yo. He was off for a long time, man. But, yeah, that time so off. He's just getting that ring rust off, man. He can blow that shit off and come right back in the game before fucking tear everybody up by watch. What about uh, our fellow Michigan, uh, Michigan's own Jamal Hill, man? What's your I'm thoughts man. on, you know, Jamal you know, Hill working his way business, up? Bro. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do everything in my power to be able to help him and secure this fucking bag on this next one. Now that I'm able to move around a little bit more. Like, cause I've been wanting to work with him for quite some time now, man. But it's just my funds have always been fucked up, and my camps have been like crazy. Right? My schedule's always been crazy, so we just always had like off schedule craziness, you know what I mean? So now that things are gonna be going big, big now for me, and I'm able to be able to afford to be able to go out there, you know what I mean? Be more mobile and shit. I'm gonna, I will definitely want to work with him a lot more and try to help him get to 
secure and all that because he i mean he's already got everything he needs you know what i mean he's already got everything rounded out bro that's a true champion right there his story coming up you know what i mean it's just same like all of us out here man we fucking came out from the streets man mm-hmm. we changed some dreams and he's he fucking accomplished that shit i'm I'm on the cloud now, baby. So I'm I'm following in his footsteps right now. I'm trying to put on for his Michiganders too now, man. I'm gonna take over that bare knuckle now. I'm gonna hold that championship belt. He's gonna handle that UFC belt. We're gonna I'm at least I'm my mind, I wanna help him out, you know what I mean? And get everything, build our team to another another level that this world's never seen before, man. And and honestly, I, I can say he's gonna be staying at the top for a while now, man. No doubt about yeah, it. I- I know it's got to be a huge inspiration with being the same size and everything like that. And it's got to be an awesome thought to uh, have potentially two uh, 205 pound champions. Uh, oh, man. Holding the belt down here in the state. This is where the big boys play, baby. And we is going to be fucking coming for it all, dog. Believe that. We got different over here, man. I don't know what it is. Like, we just, we love that shit, man. We thrive off that shit, dog. Fucking putting the people on the field. He's, he's like a, He's a people's fighter, man. He's an all-around fighter, man. Jiu-jitsu, fucking stand-up. His angles is just—he's getting flawless, man. He's getting flawless, yo. And it's—he's gonna be a fucking dangerous motherfucker to play with in there, yo. Shout out yeah, to Sweet Dreams, man. He was uh, next door. To, he was right next to us at uh, Lights Out Eleven when he was doing the commentary. Shout out to uh, Adair Byerly who was doing the commentary with us. Was on the show Tuesday as well. Um. All right, man. Well, since we were talking about all that, talking about the big boys play and all that, how you like these fights this weekend? You got Rosenstrike versus uh, Jolton Almeida. How do you how you like that one? Uh I'm gonna have to go with Almeida on this one, man. Like, it's, wow, okay. It's gonna be. It's. I mean, I just that underdog, man. You know what I mean? The underdog story, man. It's just you gotta go with the underdog sometimes because they're hungry, man. They're hungry. I, I don't even know if Jail Jailton. I always struggle with his damn name. He's one of those. He's got one of the names, but I don't even know if he's the dog. Because I mean, Rosenstruck, he's entertaining when he wins, man. But you put him in there against a lot of the uh, grapple heavy guys like Jailton is. He he usually struggles, and I feel like that's what we're gonna see come Saturday is uh, Almeida really making his ascension towards the uh, top of the division. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that definitely. From All right, well, I just want to see these guys. You, Corey, yeah, I just want to see these guys put the fucking people on their feet, man. Like, well, speaking of it. putting the people on their feet, man, let me ask you this: the co-main event to me is the more name-worthy yes, fight, yeah. which Come I don't on, know dude. why that wasn't the main event. You got what, Anthony what Lionheart Smith versus Johnny Walker. I mean, how is that a co-main event over? Right. You know, Rosen striking them, but uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Anthony Smith and Johnny Walker, bro? Man, dude, like I, I'm not gonna lie, man. Like I, I've had my eyes set on those guys for a while too, man. Like I, I thought I was gonna cross paths with them for a while, but I can honestly say Johnny, I've been, I've been studying him for a while, man. And like ever since that loss from Jamal, like he's got something inside of him that's like I ain't taking no more fucking losses, dog. <laughs> Fuck that shit. So I've been watching his ass train hard, and he's been training hard, hard. He's been doing a lot of different shit. Uh, Smith, though, too, man, he's flying hard, bro. He's ready for whatever, you know what I mean? And then on top of that, he's been he's been with Jamal, you know what I mean, having this with him. Mm-hmm. So I already know that boys, they've been putting the work, man. So it's going to be a banger, man. It's going to be a banger, no doubt. And I feel, too, that should have been made for that for sure. Because that's definitely going to be a fight, man, that people are going to want to see. 
Yeah, that one hurts my feelings, man, because it was know, right? it was slated it was slated to be the main event. Yeah. I don't know if maybe one of them asked to make it three rounds instead of five or something. Maybe that was some man, see, that's like the thing that. too right there, man. Motherfuckers yeah. always trying to get a fucking easy shot. Fuck that. Get your ass. Unless you're Bilal Muhammad out here, bro. Taking five rounds in the co-main, taking a fight on three weeks' notice. But damn, prayers up for Gilbert Burns, man. He tore a whole bunch of shit up in that fight. Yeah, he did, apparently. Yo, that's wild. Tore his delt, tore his AC joint, tore... Tore his, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, dude. He took a lot of damage in that one, dude. So we'll have to hopefully good luck to Gilbert Burns and his recovery and all that good stuff. Well, the other fight that stuck out to me on that card is the uh Ian Gary versus D-Rod fight, bro. I like Ian Gary. I feel like D-Rod is tough for anybody. How do you like that fight? I kind of have to agree with you on that as well, man. I I haven't watched much of those guys, but I can say, I can say, D. Rod, I don't, I don't see that hunger in him as much. It seems like from the, his first couple of fights, like when he got that victory over Mike Perry and shit, he had that like real dog mentality in there. And it seems like I don't know if uh, coming, I think he had an injury that he came off of, and he was uh, gone for about a year. And it seems like ever since then, he's just. He hasn't looked the same in like that Neil Magny fight and shit like that. He hasn't had that same mentality. I don't. I don't know what it is. Got a little money now. He ain't chasing it quite as hard. Or you know, injuries will change a motherfucker, yo. Yeah, that shit will break you, yo. You know, I blew my fucking shoulder out of my fucking amateur days, and that's why motherfuckers kept attacking that shit for that damn time. And I said, I. I ain't let that shit fucking break me down. If anything, I use that as fuel to fucking get me to where I'm at now. And that's one of the main reasons why I put pressure on They ain't got time to fucking think about fucking coming after my shoulder. They got jabbed. You know? Yeah, and that's it. Them damages, well, I... man, those damages will change a whole different mindset. Those people fucking crumbling back on you. I'm a fighter. Let's take this game away from me, fucking. it dude well i'm looking forward to the fight may 19th we're gonna be seeing it go down bkfc 43 make sure you're checking it out don't blink somebody might go to sleep until next i mean you already know what it is this won't be the last time we bring you through on the show appreciate you coming through in the time and uh i can see by the lights behind you man i gotta get you out of here before the street lights come on so uh in the meantime i see shit but uh Hell yeah, man. Appreciate the time. In the meantime and in the in-between time, all of you guys who are here, make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you're new here, you never know what you got coming through here. A little birdie told me that there might be some uh, guests that you might want to stay tuned for. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. Shout out to everybody that was out there with us at AEW last night. And uh, in the meantime and in-between time, hit that uh, subscribe button and fuck your couch. Peace. Fuck your couch. Oh, my God.